That's your t-shirt now, don't I? This is the Black Rifle Coffee Podcast. That's the producer. That's the producer right there. I learned that's something Dave never did, you know? And that's why Dave's not here. So many countdowns. That's the determining factor on this podcast. I'm going to preface this show with there might be some over-talking. We have four microphones and six people, but we're going to have a a decent, fun show. We got the the crew here. I love it. We're going to do our best not to over-talk, but who do you think is going to be the worst at at over-talking? Jared. Jared. Yeah. Yeah, 100%, right? Unanimous. Jared, who about you? Jared? Yeah. Jared's the worst at over-talking. He doesn't say a thing the entire episode. He just nods. I'm also the best at proving you all wrong. (laughs) I was trying to say something when when you said that. Oh, so you just over-talked me. I had a really good point. I lost Mm. it. (laughs) (laughs) It's a a good day. We're here in lovely San Antonio, Texas. Tomorrow is our adaptive athlete shoot. And then we're going to the weekend for... Adaptive athlete shoot. He doesn't even know the name of this one. Um, <laughs> fuck you, first of all. And then we got tech this weekend. So it's going to be a good uh, couple days. It's going to be a great couple days. I think it's, I mean, there's a there's milestone moments here that I think we all have to recognize. Oh, here it comes. One, yeah, it's a joke. 1230 and Eli is awake, which congratulations. Hi, that, right, good job. Great to be here. Hey, Super excited. Hey, Evan, how late were you today? Thank you for your service. How late were you today? Sorry, to your own podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some of us have another job beyond being a beautiful face, a racially ambiguous face, indeed. But yes, so uh, tensions are high today. I know it's already started. Which is this? Isn't, this isn't. Ra- I'm not. Tensions are not high. Okay, tensions right. are not high. I um, I had a, a wonderful couple calls this morning that it, that uh, that were. Fucking awesome, actually. They're really, really cool. It's not a big deal. I just, when I talk to really cool people, I don't really right. like to tell people about Is it. Is it like when Wait, you send me guess? photos of you and John Party to rub it in my face and hang out country music artists that I like that, that kind of stuff? So we'll start with just like this weird weekend in Nashville, and then we'll go into AFF. So I go out to Nashville with my buddy, who's also the, uh, he's a biz dev guy for the Dallas Cowboys. Fucking just super funny. Just a buddy. I just and, like uh, you had to add that but, part into the conversation. But that's why, it, there'll be context to it. Okay. But he's yeah. also sits on, he's a part of the CMA and and he does a bunch of stuff in country music. He's written a couple songs for Hank Williams Jr. He's way into country music. Super fun guy to hang out with. I went hunting awesome. with him. Super fun. He's rad. And uh, so he goes, hey, come out to Nashville. There's no schedule, just spend a couple days out here and we'll talk country music and shoot the shit, blah, blah, blah. I was like, okay, great. So I didn't really have a schedule. Fly out there where it's like, okay. And I've done this with Jared a yeah, few that times. that sounds like Jared. It is. No, he is a, he is a grown-up version of Jared. He's a, he's an <laughs> adult version. No, I know, I'm just saying like, he's like 60, but it's Jared. It's Jared to a T if Jared was a six foot four Cowboy, the you know, but it is Jared. Perfect, perfect, perfect connection. I used to think I was thinking this the entire two days. Like this is fucking Jared if he was a cowboy. And um, so we go out there, and he's like, we go to a couple different spots, meet a couple different people, and then all the country music singers. And I, admittedly, I don't know a lot of country music singers outside of like George Strait, Dolly Black, Dolly Parton. Like, I listen to country, but not. New country, because I find new country to be too uh, poppy. poppy. It just sounds like like shit, Trap. to be honest with you. It's yeah, it's, rock. it's, it's yeah. pop rock horse shit. And like the like, dubstep now. It's like weird. Chris Jansen is fucking awesome. Like a lot of these like real cowboys that are like no shit singing good music. I'm fine with it. So yeah, uh, John Purdy walks into the bar and he's like hanging out with us. And um, he's actually one of the good, the good modern Chris country Young, guys. He's good. Chris Young's good too. Chris Young's fucking good. Like, and they're both sitting there hanging out, shooting the shit. And I was like, "Hey, Matt, do you know this guy?" And he's like, uh, "Of course." So, Party pulls out a, a, a twenty-two Hornet round out of his pocket. He's like, and he just flashes it. He's like, "Yeah, I was out on my ranch just a minute ago." And pulls out this twenty-two Hornet. And I was like, "Oh, is that a twenty-two Hornet?" He's like. He looked at me like I was a wizard. Because no, <laughs> nobody knows what you, a 22 Hornet looks like. He's, wizard. Like. he's like, 
I think you and I are going to be friends, man. You and I are going to be all right. Yeah. Hey, why don't we get really drunk? And, uh, like, Wait, what wasn't I invited to this party? Yeah. I wish I was invited. You, you can't okay. immediately recognize the 22 Hornet. You can't. So I wasn't there. I don't, yeah. I don't know what that is. You don't? Yeah. It's like a it's like a longer 22 round. Oh, the round. Yeah. yeah. 22 Magnum. It looks like, like a, a really long 22 Magnum. Yeah. yeah. And okay. it, or a small 556. Glad I got. Right it may come in handy. It will. It yeah. will. It's a less pointy put to this test. HMR. That's not true at all. I just wanted to piss off the gun nuts. What? So, what, how do we want to start this AFF? Okay. So, I, you want to start with the I, okay, genesis well, we, of it, or no, we were just talk about like the, the <laughs> fact that we fucking decided that we're we're going through midlife crisis and we should all jump out of planes again. And yeah. most of us have, in some regard, jumped out of planes. And then Sounds we said, let's go. Because I think the funny part, which you have to preface, is most people, especially in a publicly traded company, executive, and the people that are forward-facing in the company aren't, like, allowed to fly in the same plane together. We flew yeah. the same plane and jumped out of it, which is fucking hilarious because fuck the rules. <laughs> um, I think he's right. It's very true. Right. No, most, very most true. people have executive ask. process in place that says you can't fly in the same plane. How so much like, did we increase uh, insurance rates because we did this? A I didn't, lot. Yeah. It's fine. Oh, I paid for my life insurance the week prior to this. Because <laughs> they already, like, I was in review for seven months over the whole race car thing. Like, you said you don't drive race cars, and they went to your Instagram, and you have race cars and rally cars on the dirt. Uh, that's worse. <laughs> I don't see how. Dirt's I don't actually. Softer. Yeah, it is. I don't actually pay part. for life insurance, but I play a lot of Russian roulette. Yeah. So. They probably wouldn't well, like that. Probably won't be able to get a policy now. Yeah, if you uh, disclose that, you just don't disclose yeah. it. Yeah. I was just kidding. I served Evan papers that said that if I die, he doesn't get anything from me because I figured he was going to fuck with my shoot and like sew it in. I thought, sabotage? I thought this sabotage. whole thing was shoot, designed shoot, to kill one of us. Yeah. yeah. It was. That's why I was so. But we, but we found Richard out soon. Exactly. We knew he was the culprit. So. Yeah. It was like Richard kept a very close eye on his stuff. So, and and according to one of our main instructors, there is a lot of sabotage. In There's the a lot of sabotage in yeah. skydiving. <laughs> By the way, which which was generally in the first paragraph of his instruction of ground school. Yeah. Was he opened up the class with that. Guys, yeah. just want to let you know there's a lot of there's sabotage. Make sure you really check this because someone will go in there and fuck with and it. And literally it sew it shut. It won't what? move. <laughs> I, I wonder like in a standard AFF course or ground school, like if, if they actually tell those stories to the average person or we were just that welcoming Absol of like show us all the, the crashes. No, show absolutely us the, not. No, that never. Happens. I don't think you start a class with like, okay, one time during tandem, the instructor got out, killed himself. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. the student had the land. <laughs> yeah, welcome it was to awesome. skydiving. Oh, the guy, yeah, the, yeah. the guy that just like jumped out of the rig. Yeah, hey, and he's like, you deer. He's like, you got this. He's like, yeah, yeah. yeah I get it. All right, see you. <laughs> also, yeah. going up for the first time, he's like, oh yeah, the toggles slow you down. We're getting on the plane. Yeah, oh, I think my favorite part <laughs> is was I, I forgot the dog will slow you down part, as is you can review in my Instagram. <laughs> my my favorite part was just sitting next to Evan on the airplane on our first solo jump, and my instructor was late for for the plane, and as he was running out, he just dropped his phone on the ground, <laughs> picked it up. Put his chute back on <laughs> and ran to the plane. Like, and I just awesome. looked at Evan and I said, "There's my instructor." <laughs> <laughs> I like how they matched personalities with the right people. Yeah. Yeah. They totally did. They did. Yeah. They they matched the personalities with the right people. So, if we go back to the genesis of this before we get into the actual meat and potatoes, so we've been talking about this for the last couple of years. We've been going to the tunnel and prepping for this and. Really what we wanted to do is do this jump team. So having a, an events team that can jump into arenas and NASCAR, and then we can hire our buddies that used to do this in the military, and they can be our, our jump team, right? So, you know, employ some fucking former soft guys, some dudes that want to come out that have thousands of jumps, maybe have done this in their past, and build a jump team. But in so, order to do this, we had to know about it ourselves. You got to lead by example. Yeah, yeah you got to yeah. lead by example. You got to lead by example. <laughs> and uh, plus, we've always wanted to do it. We've been talking about it for two At years. Least, it's two longer, years. And longer than that. Yeah. Longer than two years. So the GBRS guys were out in Salt Lake several months ago hanging out with Mike just Glover. you and I. Yeah, yeah or you and I. They were Mike up there Glover for a field craft. They're like, 
well, shit, we can do that. You guys want us to set it up. We'll, we'll fucking set it up for you and we'll make it right. And, uh, and huge shout out to GBRS. Man. Oh Those guys are so freaking awesome. They're masters of the craft. Like I'm in love with Cole. They made that whole experience that much better. <laughs> well, so. I mean, I'm in love with a, Cole. He just has that. He just has that look on his face. And DJ's yeah. a hot guy. He's a big guy. Yeah, yeah. DJ. He, he lifts weights. DJ's the like, most like sincere person I've ever met. He's intense. Yeah, <laughs> it's good. Yeah, but he's yeah. sincere. Yeah, like sincerely yeah. intense. Yeah, yeah. They're. Uh, I get the feeling that DJ could probably kill someone by slapping them. Do you yeah. guys get that? Yeah. 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 I like, I wouldn't hand DJ my corpse splitter or my carcass splitter. Like yeah. that guy would, he, it would be scary. Yeah. He'd be lopping heads off. And this is also like, it's a pretty big deal when I like throw out some compliments to U.S. Navy SEALs. I know. Yeah. 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 But he, don't, he would, the, the thing about DJ though is he would apologize as he's swinging. Like, oh, okay. I'm so sorry I have to kill you, but... Yeah, that's what happens. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so they set up the course. Essentially, we're the liaisons between AFF and the, the school in Arizona that we're going through. So this was really... this. The whole genesis to this was Clint Trial and Jonathan Blank being able to jump with us as we were building this events team to be able to go out and free fall into stadiums and rodeos and just, you know push out Black Rifle Coffee and have a lot of fun doing it. So the, the premise of the marketing is like, let's hire dudes that we, you know, people that we want to bring in, have a lot of fun marketing the company in the way that we want to do it. So who doesn't want a fucking jump team, right? It's awesome. It's super fun. And Clint Trial and John, like John was finishing his license. Uh, and then Clint Trial hasn't jumped since his injury. So this was a perfect opportunity to put everybody basically straight at the table and say, all right, let's go out and do some epic shit. I believe in this. And, and if you from, don't, if you don't know exactly, just for clarification, like Jonathan and Clint are both double amputees. Mm -hmm. um, legs. Legs. So legs. they're, they're, they're jumping out of planes without legs. It's crazy to watch, but it's the most, one of the most inspiring things I've seen in a long time. Well, it, it, so I'm just it, saying if they didn't know awesome. like, in injuries. Yeah. Well, and, and for us, I think, a big part of this, the philosophical point, and not to be so deep about it, but the, the philosophical point in this is I believe in in having to push yourself to learn a skill under a significant, significant amount of stress. I think that from a from a pure evolution perspective, I think that we've developed as humans to be under a significant amount of adrenaline and stress where your life is dependent on it, where you have to learn while doing and I think it's actually very healthy for just an individual to do that. Uh, I think I validated that because I haven't jumped for a long time, you know, uh, you know, static line for over, well over a decade. So getting out there, learning a new skill, being with our friends, this is incorporating, you know, education and skill with big parts of this or inspire entertain and inform. So what we're trying to do is get people to go out, try new shit. Even if we don't want to do it, we're like, hey, go check it out. Because this might be a, a community that you can integrate in after you've made a transition, not the transition you're thinking of, but after you transition out of the active duty or whatever, you know, government service, push yourself to learn something new, go out and integrate with a community where you're having fun and you're inspired by a bunch of other people and oh, by the way, we get to do this with our friends that have been physically modified by war and allow them the same opportunity to connect in and do exactly what we're doing. And it's all equal. We're the fucking same, man. Uh, so it's a bigger picture. From the outside, it might look like, oh, you guys are fucking off. And don't get me wrong, it's fun. But it's also really fucking stressful. And honestly, I think most of us would be like, if we didn't feel like we had an obligation to go out and inspire and lead people, we probably wouldn't have done it. But we feel like we really have to push the envelope and inspire people to go out and do more shit. The narrative in the veteran community from, and I shouldn't say a lot of veterans, but this, this narrative really pisses me off and this is what we have to fight against is woe is me horse shit. It's these guys that have lost both their legs go out, and do epic shit on a regular basis, motivate and inspire people. You know, if I got a little back pain and I don't want to like get out of get out of bed at 5:30 in the morning to go get something, I think about guys like Clint and John. <clears throat> I stop fucking, you know, whining and I suck it up 
and I go out and do what I need, what I need to do in order to become a better human, a better father, a better husband. Well, that's debatable. Um, but for <laughs> the us, for us, I think this, this, this kind of shit is so important. And I think it's so important for us as the veteran community to not just allow this narrative to take over where woe is me, war was so hard. War was fucking awesome. Just so everybody fucking hears it from me. It was a fucking yeah, good time. It was. I like, wrote a book about it. You did. <laughs> Thank you for that. Hey, Were there highs that? and lows? Yeah. But <laughs> of course. In the spectrum of life, when I'm highly caffeinated, in the spectrum of life, in, in a matter of seconds and minutes, you can be on the top of the emotional fucking mountain of feeling like you're a god to being at the lowest point you've ever been in a matter of seconds. And the emotional spectrum that a human gets to experience in a time of war is typically what no other human gets to experience. We have an emotional depth and range because we've been able to experience these things. So we understand what it feels like. A lot of people, I think, have this much. They've got like, yeah. they don't get real extreme highs. They don't get real extreme lows. So they miss out on being human, which is I mean, fucking I, incredible you could even experience. You could even break it down that there's, there is a high majority of people that have never even been tested emotionally at all. Oh, absolutely. Like, I, I was like, talking about this with somebody the other day. Like, I have a, a little catchphrase I like to say about, and it, it's about the vets that you're talking about. It's okay to be okay, right? Yeah. Like, And what I think it is a lot of times is when we were in that world, we had something to overcome every day, some challenge. And then people get out and they're like, I'm going to invent challenges for myself. And that comes into comes into form as woe is me, the VA sucks, this sucks, that sucks, instead of like going out and finding challenges for yourself, like go skydiving, like join a fucking Olympic weightlifting team, do something, like learn learn a new skill and compete in it rather than inventing things to overcome. Like go and do stuff that's positive that you can overcome. Yeah, and implement like this group dynamic. That's one of the things that like I my brain constantly goes back to is like, it's so rare that we take what we did within the military and like this group effort, right? Like you're going on a mission. It's a group effort. Like we, we hunt now, but that's like, that's pretty solo endeavor. Like you don't really do this group thing and us being there as a core of black rifle. And then you had Arizona arsenal, like probably the best instructors for this in the country, if not the world. And then you got the GBRS guys. And then you got like this other contingent of community that happened within the skydiving world. And so like you get all these people centric towards achieving one specific goal of making it through this thing and making sure like Clint has everything and he needs and John has everything. It's like, it creates this really unique dynamic that you just don't get to experience a lot in life. And the only time you do get to experience is like, if you're trying to do like BHEX, like big, hairy, audacious goals. Like you need big goals to look at to like get the feelings and the interaction that you're trying to accomplish because big things aren't typically accomplished without a whole bunch of people involved. And so it was like, it was immediate drawbacks to being in the military and being involved in process. Yeah, and part of the thing that you miss from the military is, is like you said, that group effort. And in order to like make that group effort happen, you have to have a common goal that you're trying to overcome. You can't have like a finger painting club and it's going to give you like a brotherhood or a, or a, or a tribe. It has to be something that's hard. That well, the group mentality too, it often like motivates you past those like boundaries of trepidation, right? Where you're sitting there. I'm sure everybody at one point, the first time, at least I was like, why the fuck am I jumping out of a plane again? This is so stupid. But then I'm looking around like, well, I'm not going to admit that to anybody, right? So it's like almost a motivating factor to like be around people that want to do the same thing. But it's, it's motivating that your ego will overcome you being made yeah. fun of. <laughs> yeah. That you will throw yourself That's how you know you have toxic great friends. Where you're like, I can't quit because <laughs> they're going to make fun friends, of me for the yeah. rest of oh, my 14, life. 14,000 feet? Fuck it, I'm out. I'm that out. was a super interesting thing. Like with all the work <laughs> that I've done since I transitioned. Yeah. A lot of those man. things are like set healthy boundaries. Like, you know, if you have this boundary that there's something you don't want to do, you can like, you're not in the military. You can just say no to it. And like, it was this interesting like world where I was like, man, I don't want to fucking do this. <laughs> but I did anyway, because like there's, you know, sometimes you just gotta, gotta saddle up and, and do things for the group, you know? And that was like, 
an interesting thing for me talking to my instructor. I'm like, man, I'm all these like hippy dippy things that I do now. Like, I'm feeling some really strong body nose right now. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I told him, body my, my, nose. My, my, a little not centered. Yeah, this next I, like, I told, I told my, I told my instructor that, and like, <laughs> his face, he was like. <laughs> He's like, oh, okay. Friday I guess, is just like, I'm sorry, what? I just, you, yeah, I guess Mr. Thirty Thousand Jumps. I guess like, you just have to push through that. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get, get around the body notes. Yeah, it's like, it is yeah, true. Like men, mental conditioning is like a very active thing you have to do in life, and I think that like a lot of people once they get out of the military, they they, they just want to live like a mediocre life. Like, there's nothing wrong, at least in my opinion, living a fucking crazy ass life. I think it's awesome. I think it's fun. I think I like. I, I don't want to be a guy that sits idle, and that's why. I mean, granted, I, I left early on AFF because um, I'm a fucking idiot that didn't break his Broke parachute. His but, you know, um, I'll be back in the sky. That, that shit's fun. It's, it's that level of discomfort that's comforting, you know? That makes sense. Oh, yeah. It took three days for everyone to get comfortable with that. Going up the second time, day two, day three, everyone was still like, oh, fucking hate this so much. But no one wants to pussy <laughs> out. Like, man, like, that was the... I didn't want... I was like, I'm going to do this no matter what. Every time I got they an shook invite their head. To, you guys talked two years in the making. I found out like two weeks before, like, Eli, you're going skydiving. I was like, yeah. No, I didn't, yeah. Sleep, for, I didn't yeah. sleep for like eight <laughs> weeks. Really? This. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's so weird how people, because I, I just didn't I, give a fuck. I go to bed watching skydive mishaps. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> like weird. For like two months straight, I just watch every skydive mishap I could find. That was my morning. I, I like to wake up first thing. I'm like, oh, what potential danger could be waiting for me now? Yeah. Let me see every possible scenario but it, it is true like and i'll use my experience one so my my first solo um i fucking didn't flare in time mishap with the radio uh i'll take i'll take operator air in that one even though i it was a little confusing on on what should have been done but like once i hit like i, I for sure knew i'd fuck myself up pretty good i wasn't sure if i'd like broke my cock crock coccyx or whatever yeah. it is coccyx and then once I was stretching in the line, I was like, man, my knee's kind of fucked up. But that was one of those things, at least for me during this process, which I was happy with myself, is I had every fucking excuse not to get in the plane again. But I was like, I'm a fucking pussy if I don't go back there. Because I knew if I would have not jumped and then I had the injuries I did the next day, I I absolutely would have regretted that for like the longest time because I would have just settled with like, that was the experience that I had on my first skydive. And now I have a distaste for that. It's like, you know, the whole analogy of getting back on the horse. And then yeah. once I jumped out of that plane, fucking, I got to fly by myself in the air, pulled everything, landed perfectly. I was like, all right, all right, cool. We got this. And that was the last jump of the day. And by the next day, I was like, okay, I need to go to the fucking hospital probably. But it, for me, it was like, that was a really cool learning lesson. And it was a reminder of just kind of having to toughen up because you get comfortable in life, right? It's like, that's what's happened to me a little bit. And yeah. I, I, I very much enjoyed that experience, even if it came at, you know, two knee sprains and a torn meniscus. Like, that's the easiest shit ever comparatively of what could have happened, so. I think if it was only a solo individual there for that school, no one would have went back for day two. Like, every, <laughs> like everyone's it was fast like, no, I jumped out of the plane, I'm good. I was good. Day, the hop and pop at 6,000 foot, you were just like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> I was like, Evan, it goes really slow. You have this, I'm like trying to walk it. I was like, you're just going to throw it. Immediately he's like, what? <laughs> just that bitch. I was like, oh, he did, he's just like up and he's like. You do, you do, you do, pop, pop. <laughs> and you look and you're like, oh. Well, in my mind, I have a thing when it's hop and pop, it happens that fast. I'm hopping and I'm popping. Yes. <laughs> like, I, I do what words say. That's what well, I do. Well, hey, hang on. Follow let's, the instructions. Let's review real yeah. quick hop our ground school when he's like, oh, yeah, you got to do one hop and pop at 6,000 feet. Oh, yeah, you got to do it at 35. I forgot about that one. I'm sorry, what? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Did you yeah. just say you happened to remember yeah. there was a 3,500-foot one <laughs> that is 1,000 feet above our, 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 our deal, no deal altitude? Yeah, what? Yeah. The fuck are you? You yeah. forgot about that one? <laughs> so put this in context, okay? So like... <laughs> we jump typically like around 13,000 feet, okay? Yeah. And so we're watching a, an altimeter that whole time. If you jump at 13,000 feet, you get about 50 seconds of flying time. So that's five seconds for every 1,000 feet. Yeah. So if you're jumping at 3,500, like, you don't have any time. You don't have any time. You don't have any time. Yeah. So it's like a little bit of a mental fuck to like get over that of like, uh, it's it's still going to work. Well, and I like, need to have this comfortability at that. It's when you full send. I'm sure Jericho's done it too. Like jumping on static line at like 800, 700 feet real low. And you're like, 
Yeah, I hope it opens or I'm dead. Like there's, there's, you really can't fucking do anything yeah, else. And you, it's a full send moment. For me, the hop and pops were like the least scary ones. Really? Because I'm like, man, I used to jump out of a plane He's fucking a, a thousand feet. Yeah. Yeah. And I had, you know, if my parachute failed, I had time to pull my reserve. So I got yeah, yeah. 3,500. This is easy. But flying around before that freaked me the fuck out. <laughs> Watching you walk up to the edge, you're like, you're like shuffling. <laughs> my... Yeah, my like my favorite out. video of all time is the first Jericho jump. There, he's trying to claw his way back in, and she's like, as he's like pushing you out, and you're like, ah, no, no, no. I'm losing my footing. I'm losing my footing. I was so scared that I was gonna fall out of the plane. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that's the whole point, purpose of being in seconds before I jumped out. Yeah, don't want to fall though. I don't want to fall. <laughs> I, I, I don't want to jump too early. If I fall out, I'll be unstable because I'm so stable when I jump out on purpose. Especially at that time. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's, it, that, that hill, so like going over the hill or whatever, that does like the worst part for me. That I was talking to my instructor, which she's awesome. Sarah Curtis is fucking rad. She's a perfect, perfect instructor for me. She, they, they were calling her Logical Sarah. So she just like explained things to me in a very organized way. Whereas like Logan had a different instructor. He's like, I don't know, full send, bro. Let's yeah. go. And, uh, that's what Logan needs. Yeah, like, it was it. appropriate. Yeah, yeah. Wind slut needed somebody. Yeah, wind <laughs> slut. Yeah. Fill, fill his holes with all the wind. Yeah. Like, that's what he wants. That, no, my instructor was like, he the whole time, he was just trying to get me to pee. He's like, I want you to pee a little bit. I want, Wait, I want, pee? Yeah. Like, he wanted scared. me to be so scared yeah. that I would pee a little bit. He's like, what? Yeah. Like, he's like, when you stall your shoot. So, you, you got to work all these through all these fundamentals with your shoot. So, you learn it. And you got to do a stall. A stall is when you're in full breaks. And if you hold full brakes on a parachute for an extended period of time, you begin moving backwards, mm -hmm. okay? And so you're falling backwards, almost upside down. And then when you release the brakes, you get thrown up in the air and then you go almost straight down with mm -hmm. your parachute. And he's like, if you don't pee, you're not doing it enough. You're not doing it correctly. You're not learning. Well, also, my instructor was Steve Curtis, who has 21,000 jumps and is arguably the... Best skydiver He's arguably in the world. fucking crazy, Logan. Oh, well, he's I spent fucking, a lot of extended yeah. time with he's him. He's insane. For sure. <laughs> he's you have insane. to be insane One to do what that dude does. One of the coolest like, guys I've yeah. ever met. He's, he's like, awesome. He's, yeah, he's arguably he's one of the coolest people yes. on the planet. Hands down. Which I have a great story to interject there because he was talking about when he met Sarah, his wife. She was. We were talking about just drug use in general. He's like, I really haven't taken any drugs since I met Sarah because she told me I couldn't do any more cocaine and if we wanted to be together. So I just basically stopped then. And I was like, <laughs> solid. That's love. That's true love. It, that solid. Is love. it says a lot about how awesome Sarah is yeah. too, yeah. you know? Yep, yeah, she is. Exactly. I mean, logical Sarah is... And also she was, you know, everyone would be like, oh, you did such a great job. And she would be like, uh-uh. She'd been Get over here. You were fucking garbage. Yeah. <laughs> See, I, you suck. I, I did the opposite thing because Greg, he's a real life Navy SEAL, my instructor. I, I Beautiful Navy SEAL. He too. hasn't been scared for a while. So I was going to pretend to die in front of him yeah. and then just to get him. And it worked because he came up to me. He's like, I'm still pretty fucking shook up. I thought you were going to fuck. Yeah. Me. And then, like, he You're came, welcome. then he became my instructor. You're welcome. That's good. Because you scared him so bad. I'm happy I did. That's what I'm here for. Oh my God. There was a point. I think it was, I think it was day three of jumping because like, the the first day is like just so much to take in that it's like hard to like fucking analyze what you're going through. The second day, I think we I think we all were like collectively like holy fuck. I don't know if like it not like sucks. super enjoying this, right? No, I was not enjoying it because at all. when I'll be, I'll be straight to muscle on. failure. I yeah. could not stand up straight, otherwise I'd start shaking. Yeah. Well, I think a good way to put this, it was like we all. It wasn't just like MFF, but it was very similar to like you know you're hitting the tunnel almost three to four hours a day, and then averaging three to five jumps a day. So it's pretty, it's pretty taxing on the old body. It's not like a standard, you know. You're jumping once a day or something. I mean, it, it was very high five for like yeah. the, the five continuous five days, and then, and then tunnel time after. I mean, that's that's a lot of the lot the of like stuff. rapidity of progression really put me off. Like we're talking about it, like to jump out of a plane five times static line, which you could pretty much do without any training. They make you train for two weeks before you do one. Right. Yeah, and we got there and it was like day two. They're like, all right, you're good to go. So I'm like, what? No, 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 no. I'm not ready for that. And, and, no. and a fun little thing for Eli and Jericho is we've all been hitting the tunnel a shit ton. So by the time we got there, we'd spent like at least two hours in the tunnel. So we're all super comfortable flying. We know our maneuvers. And then you guys just day, got thrown in the whirlwind. Day one, it's like, oh, have fun. I see you guys. And you're like, huh. I was like, oh, 
I can do Jericho just hitting walls. I was like, we're fun. We are the we are the ones that are gonna die. Did you still fucking hitting walls? I'm like, yeah. And like you're and ready. You can <laughs> jump out of the plane. You come, like, mm. you come out of the tunnel the, the night before the morning is your first solo jump, and you're like, wait, I have to. I'm fucked. I am dead. If I fly that way in the fuck normal air, I'm gonna <laughs> fucking die. My final tunnel time the day I'm before dead. we jumped, where we put the parachute on, I couldn't find yeah. my fucking like I, that scared the shit out of me because I couldn't get it. Like I, I, I don't know what I was, <laughs> that was doing. The one for like, me since we're just telling fun stories was like, when I was like, can I put the parachute on? They're like, oh, you can fly the last ten minutes to shoot. And I was like. No, I, I want to fly, fly the whole block. Yeah. So I was just sitting there the whole time, like, okay, there's my fucking pilot shoot. There's my pilot. Because figure that's how I was gonna die if I couldn't get my shoot out. Because it's yeah. you, you, it's a weird place on the back of the backpack if I mean, you haven't it's trained just it. Second nature. Oh, now because I'm a yeah. skydiver. I had one. <laughs> I had one in. jump. One of those. AFF jumps where I couldn't find it. And like on the video, you see like my instructor starting to swoop in and like right when he was about to grab it for me, I got it and threw it. It's a, it's a, re- when you're flying and you like, you're like, ah, ah, yeah. Okay, yeah. where is that? Like, like, oh, my wallet. Okay, got it. Dude, yeah. Jared showed us a video yesterday of this student yeah, who comes here. Like, he pulls like, through, pulls his, through his fucking harness. Like, you have to fail multiple times Ugh. with this. Like, reaches through <laughs> his awesome. harness. And, and then, oh, you it. haven't seen it yet? No. Yeah. He, he deploys his pilot yeah. suit. Harness. Yeah. Yeah. So the, so it's, Going and his yeah. instructor though, his instructor could have just fucking tracked it away and been like, "Sorry, no, dude, you killed off. yourself." Yeah. His instructor pulled that pilot shoot out, out of his harness for him, and like saved that he's, he's, fucker's he's life. I wonder what war. kind of like a Holy shit. in in That's like a the, the AFF yeah. like yeah. the freefall nice. instructor community. Oh God, is there like a like a a nickname for somebody who's lost a student on a jump? <laughs> like. Uh. Yeah, 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 but you got to be worried oh, about the guy who's huh? nickname he's is a, He's a doozy. Yeah. <laughs> a doozy Wait, man. why do they call you Six? Yeah. <laughs> you know, back in 2011, he lost someone. Yeah. Lost The only six thing that was students. truly terrifying was the land, I still landing the first time by yourself. Because you watch people come in, and it looks like they're going 100 miles an hour, and they're like, and then you flare, but judge yourself 12 feet from the ground. Yeah, You'll yeah. know when. Kind or of, if you do. Yeah, or if you're too high, they're going to splat from 20 feet. And I'm like, I'm going to fucking die on this part. And they can't teach you how to land. They just, like, give you pictures. I mean, that yeah, that was part <laughs> of our, you know, part of Fight. our training was watching someone roll into the DC. Well, we did, uh, yeah, there was a death while we were out there. Um, I was the first person there, Jared and I. <laughs> but that isn't funny, but there was a death. Yeah, the person it, it, that was it, out there. It's yeah. so, and, uh, ups, like, crazy. It's very unfortunate, yeah. She went... Yeah, she had a a very 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 unfortunate. Uh, she was she was pulling on one toggle and a pendulum her up and then dropped her down and she was, oh she she one toggled it and just spun out and one, lost her one toggle. So ouch. Yeah, she was but she went fast. She was sixty five years old. Like she didn't really have a lot of pain. She was in her seventies. Was she? Like, yeah. It was like yeah. I was. Because there was a whole group of yeah, I was women. talking with them the like the whole day before that because yeah, they, they were an awesome group. Dude, it, it was like sixty year old women yeah. that were like trying to set over a world right. They were awesome. They were mm-hmm. kind. They're it was cool. I was like, you guys are crazy. You're like sixty year old just jumping out of planes. Like God bless you. I mean, that's that's I mean, awesome. Yeah, it was sad, but it's also like not sad because like how cool is that? Like she took. That's obviously to what she honest, loved, dude. That's yeah. what I right? thought, man. I was like, I get, like. I always like plot my own death. I'm like, how do I want to fucking epically leave this planet? Right now, right now, I'm thinking like I want to film and lose it, like convertible off the can- Grand Canyon. You I'm thinking like it. midnight. That's- I just die in my sleep. No, no, oh. I've been going like pure Kurt Cobain for me. Real- oh my god! Do <laughs> <laughs> you want to be killed fun. by your wife? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Weird. <laughs> I feel like my death's probably going to be like six Viagra when I'm like 72, die mid cum. That's probably what's going to happen for me. Yeah, right? in, a, in a movie theater. Hell <laughs> oh, yeah. No, but to the old Lion King. I really like the old Lion King. Kind of the new one. But. No, that, I mean, that was, that was a fun experience. So what, let's, let's, get, let's get a poll here. Like, who's going to keep active and keep jumping? I mean, I got to go finish my shit I want to go this week. Yeah, I, I want to go to San Marcos. Yeah, we've been, we've been trying to get up to San Marcos. It's just weather's the been weather's shitty. Been just yeah. pounding Where are your guys' yeah. shoots at? They uh, have them there. Where? You just run them. He's oh, okay. I have run them like oh, a bike. I was just curious. Yeah, I have He's one. just curious. Oh, do you I have two. It's Where's in Richard's yours? car. 
Mine's in Richard's car. Yeah. <laughs> It's out in the sun right yeah. now. You're getting supposed beat to store yeah. yeah. for everybody yeah. listening. It's you're supposed to store right now. Hot cars. Yeah, hot cars. It's wrapped in a trash bag. <laughs> <laughs> Just the sun beating. I have something to admit. You're never going to jump. No. Blythe <laughs> let me pack one of Evan's shoots. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. Yes. 100%. Not Are you kidding by me? Yourself. Yes. No. Yes, by myself. No, you did. Yes, 100%. Under supervision, I imagine. But well, yeah, she watched. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, great. I don't care. Did you know this, Evan? No, I don't care. Like, I mean, well, you don't care. Yeah. There's a reserve for a reason. I learned and how to And the thing pack. about packing, too, like, Kurt, well, maybe this is just a Steve <laughs> Curtis thing, but he's like, you just ball it all up and stuff it in there. It'll still fucking open. Yeah. You don't have to do it all fucking I, I have I have dropped a lot of army men off the, the roof with, like, Trash bags when, and like yeah. 550 cord. And that shit always opens. Mm -hmm. So like this thing's like built to open. No, it wants what, to open. It wants to that's open. That's the main instructor comes. He's like, they want to open. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I, when I did my shoot. And they're like, so you good on that? Or did you want me to re-roll it? And I was like, no. Yeah, repack my fucking shoot, weirdo. Because yeah. that was the day one. They're like, are you good no. with your, your packing? I was like, no. I, well, that's, that's MFF that, though. That's my, they I was like, teach that's, you packing and then they'll go, great, you're jumping this yeah. tomorrow. That's fine <laughs> if I had a couple iterations to pack the shoot and like learned it, but not like this yeah, is how bad. you do it and then you pack it and then you jump it. I mean, I'm sure most people that are pro skydivers are going to call me a pussy, but hey, dude, I don't know that, that craft that well, right? It's not my thing. There was a point I... I, th I think I sort of touched on this, but there was a point in that that third day or whatever, mm -hmm. and we were all like, when you when you first we were jumping out of a sky van, it's jump right? six, sky, sky van, jump six, yeah. yeah. We we were like, they were like, oh, you got to leave the plane, uh, rear step off, and then you got to look up at the plane yeah. as you go. And it's like poised it's exit, poised. the poised exit, and then you go down what they call the slide, and it's like the most passive way to exit the plane ever, and like. It takes you a while to like get that like instinct reaction out of your body where they call it like rolling up the window, rolling down the window, or you yeah. like you kick your legs like you're falling off a building. Like it takes a while, but it like it, you don't want to do it. So you feel really awkward because you just want to be stable the whole time. And then we just started fucking attacking the exit and yeah. throwing ourselves out of the fucking plane. And we're like spinning and doing karate kicks and fucking. Your karate kick was awesome, Jericho. Yeah. Jericho yeah, was, was such awesome. a good karate kick. So and ninja. then we were like, it, it kind of flipped for us to where we were yeah. like, we needed to like attack this, yeah. this initial part of it. And then everything else was like, deal with being unstable and uncomfortable right out of the gate, master it. And then everything became way more enjoyable overall. Well, that, that, that's the interesting thing with the poise exit, which is facing the plane, like in the in the back ramp. I hated that. That was the worst. That was yeah. the worst thing for me. I I didn't like it, and that that was hard because I was. She kept Sarah kept like, nope, you're gonna do it again. Nope, you're gonna do it again. You're gonna do it until you get it right. And I'm like, fuck. And Steve was on the other end with Logan. Logan's just like jumping out, like fucking doing whatever. And, but. He was also like, Logan was like, well, no, I suck at those too. And everybody sucked at poise. But eventually I was poise like, oh, then I could just jump out or I did a cannonball or whatever. I'm like, oh, I don't give a fuck. Like, who cares? Like, do a gainer, try to do whatever that the slide. And it came, it, it dawned on me. It's like, it, you don't have to be stable because once you get into, you know, terminal velocity or relative wind, you're going to get stable like instantly. But as soon as I did a cannonball and like just rolled out of it, and then popped right into stable. I was like, "Oh, you don't just forget that first 500 feet. Fuck it. Yeah, Who yeah, cares? That, yeah. That's stupid. That's like a, that's like the stupid portion. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I will say with that whole experience, the the most thing now is like because I watched all like the pro skydivers. Now I have a new profound appreciation of how fucking good some of the sky sharks are. Like, there's that one Red Bull chick or whatever just doing yeah, like Mira. Ba yeah. ballet in the yeah. sky. Hey, Mira, and if you want to so jump with us. Anytime. Yeah, anytime. So controlled. Yeah. You can leave Red Bull. Come over here. Yes. We'll take you. I have yeah. a wind tunnel at my house. Wind slut. <laughs> the, part, the first 500 feet thing is funny because it was like one of, I don't know, the first couple of days and I came out and I flipped onto my back and was like flying on my back. I got it back and like open. We got hit the ground and I like told my instructor, I was like, well, we got my worst fear out of the way. He's like, what? What do you mean? I was like, I, I flew. I was like on my back. He's like, 
why the fuck were you scared of that? Like, that's not something you should be scared of at all. And I was like, really? He's like, yeah, it doesn't matter. And then I was like, he's, he's like, check oh. out this horse so then, malfunction. Be so scared then, of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got some videos on my phone. You should be scared of all this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but then on the next one, he was like, dude, that, that's when I did the gainer. When he was right, like, just right. step off. It's going to flip you ass over tea kettle a bunch of times because I want you to just get over it. So I just came out and was like, oh, yeah, you can do pretty much whatever in that first, like you said, 500 feet. And then you're just going to kind of plop into place. It was that moment. And then, like, once we started tracking. Yeah. Then it was like, oh, fuck. It reached a new level of cool for us. Yeah. To where, like, it's like you learn how to how to jump and you're like, you're driving like a fucking Volvo, right? Like, like an old Volvo. It's like, Oh, it's bonito. And then you start tracking and you're like, I'm in a fucking Ferrari now getting that third and fourth and fifth gear. And you like, you feel yourself use the wind to like pick up speed, like a, Big portion of wind speed, and you're filling like, oh, oh my god! Was, the wind was just filling all Logan's holes. Yeah, mm. <laughs> it was. It was. It was funny though, just like that. Progress, and then once we started to do that, like the jumps where you had to just kind of like fly, you're like looking at your altimeter. You're like, come on, hurry up! It's like you're in, you're free falling for like 50 you're, seconds. You're like so bored. You're bored for 15 yeah. seconds. You're like, what the fuck, man? God, can I do anything else? Like, Oh, I have five seconds of boredom that I have to, like, work my way through. I can totally do a new trick. Yeah. I think the next video we need to do is pretty much what happened, I think, with you guys in the tunnel. We need, like, a wrestling match in the tunnel. Oh, my (laughs) God. Because that shit was fun. I have not laughed that hard in a while. Would you do three three people in the tunnel with two instructors, and they were just kicking them and shoving. They were just, like, kicking people. Yeah, they were kicking them, throwing them against the glass. They were just stealing our wind. At one point, he was just spinning me on top of his head. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Look at me, I got a top. Yeah. <laughs> Making a pizza. <laughs> and I'm on the ground, I'm like, Logan's gonna fall on me. And then Logan's yeah. dick is coming towards my face. I'm like, no. But I think, like, that's how you really learn to fly because you're like, you're in there by yourself and you're like trying to be so technical and specific. And then you throw four people in there at the same time and you're like, oh my God, I know how to fly. Because, like, yeah. it takes all the thinking out of it. Well, I think, so there's a, there's a really, really fucking cool moments for me, like walking around there. We were there for 10 days, 12 days, something like that. And we got Scott Bollinger, who's been, you know, he's a retired CSM out of 19th group. He was there. He's got a couple thousand jumps or something like that. Kirk Homer, it's another guy in the company that runs like our shooting sports. So he's got, you know, a thousand jumps and, uh, um, Christian Craighead, the SAS guy, he's got a couple thousand jumps. And Trevor Thompson. Trevor Thompson, like all the pre existing soft yeah. guys from the Kevin. company, like Kevin Reeves and all these dudes, we all got together. And it was that for me, it's those moments where it's Clint and Jonathan and Kevin, everybody, and all the commotion is moving around. It feels like this is the best part of the military that I really miss. 100%. Is everybody's here. We're all yucking it up. We're all doing a thing with all, all the bullshit. Like, yeah. okay. Like, you remember, and we used to talk about this all the time. We're like, man, the military could fucking take all the fun out of it. Everything. It doesn't matter what you're doing. It's like, okay, guys, step one of the uh, blowjob here is, you know, it's <laughs> like, God damn it, man. Like, you guys fucking ruin this, dude. Like, you ruin everything. But in my in in my world, I was like, if we can create this circumstance where we get to do all the fun shit without the bullshit, and that doesn't mean you're not working hard. It just means like when your when your body is sending you signals of no, what are they? Body knows, strong body knows, strong body knows, <laughs> strong body knows. You can be like, hey, I'm I'm over it, man. Like I, I'm gonna jump tomorrow. Like Jericho would. Take it like one jump a day or two jumps or whatever it is. It's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be about camaraderie and team. It's not about this is a this is a, a mode of transportation or infiltration for me that I have to learn this skill in order to get it, you know, check block. And there's a bunch of fucking assholes like running around exercising their egos with being instructors. Like, no, man. Oh, cool. See you tomorrow. Let's, you know, jump tomorrow because it's about the experience and having fun. So connecting all those pieces from the, the the company with all the guys that have done this before and then plugging it all in going fuck yeah let's rent a sky van let's get yeah. you know GBRS guys and Mike Glover was supposed to come down all these fucking dudes are coming down it's like this is what it's all about right here and 
that is the 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 stuff that's like when you put it in a fucking cup, it's gonna sound like a fucking kitschy commercial now, but that's what the company's all about. For me, it's like that's what it's all about. When we get to like go out and do these things as a team, it's not just you know a printed fucking bag with an eagle. It's like no man, this is what it's all about. We're we're here building a fucking community around a culture that's like pulling people together, trying to entertain and inform and inspire. It's fucking rad. Yeah. And oh, by the way, we get to do it with all these like really exceptional fucking humans and have a blast. Like Sarah and Steve and fucking all these guys who are instructors, they're the best in the world. So we're just like hanging out with people. Like, oh, this is the best in the world. And like Amy couple and dad, Amy. Couple yeah, of Frank, like, yeah, Amy. And, and Frank, her husband. Yeah, is yeah, fucking, like, these guys are fucking massive. We're just hanging league. out. Yeah. Best in the world. Yeah. Connecting with people from the company and fucking jumping yeah. out of a plane. Like, and like, fuck off. That was like the jumps that the jumps that we did after we got licensed. Yeah, we're yeah. like, I didn't get there. Fucking a so I fun. I didn't get to those. Like, so just fun. like when I got to start jumping with like, Kevin Reeves and Christian and all of like, I was like, fuck, this is amazing. This is awesome. Once kind of the pressure of school going through all the, you know, performance measures to get the license, then it was like, all right, cool. Now this is fun. Now I'm with my, my pals doing fun shit. It's like the skydiving sandlot, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, yeah the, there's like Christian really sticks out to me because like he's, he's kind of a quiet guy He's a fucking crazy psycho, like in he a is. good way. Yeah, like yeah. he's so fun to fly with because he has so much fucking balls. Like he was jumping flags and like, what did he do off the balloon? We got to do a hot air balloon jump. He did his salute. He did his salute, but he was like, For the queen. God yeah. save the queen. God bless America. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you just get like these little interjections yeah. from people that you wouldn't normally get, you know? Yeah. And you get to like, even outside, like it's about the whole process that's fun too. Like, you know, we're waking up at 4.30, you know, hit times at 5.30. And then you have like all these early morning conversations, these Ugh. tired conversations. And like Christian was telling me about this one. It really stuck out because like, it's my favorite story from the whole thing, like going back into people's history. And it was like, he was like, so we were listening to music. I was like, I didn't really listen to a whole lot of music. I was just so focused on what we were doing and stuff. And so towards the end, like I started listening to a little bit more music and I was riding with Christian. Christian's like, I got to play the song for you, mate. And he was telling me about on the way to the Nairobi hotel, he was trying to communicate uh, with a couple different groups of people. And he was like trying to turn the volume up on his Bluetooth because he's like, he couldn't get through. He couldn't get through. And then for some reason, something happened with his phone as he was driving through Nairobi. And like this... Concierto, like symphony came on on his radio and it was like just blasting and he played the song for him. He's like, so I just did the rest of the ride like with this classical music playing in the drive yeah, the to the death hotel. Walks, dude. That's yeah. fucking awesome. <laughs> and I was like, death oh my God, walks, that's like the man. craziest, coolest fucking like intro story. I'm like, that had to be insane for you to like look back and think about that and like you're just driving to this fucking like Mozart-esque thing as you're going to rescue all these hostages and deal with this like incredible situation. And like, that's the little things, like those little life nuggets that come out of this trips like that. Yeah. And like you were saying, like in the behind the scenes video that we're in, coming soon, uh, soon. They, they talked to me at one point and I was like, I feel like I'm TDY. Like I'm yeah. back, yeah, yeah. back in the yard. I'm in this little town in Arizona. Yeah. Going out to eat, you know, the same at place. these like chain, yeah. like same two or three places. Cause they're the only places that are open these weird hours that will be able to serve this many people. And waking up at four in the morning, like, and you're with all your, all your pals. Again, it's like, I got to relive something that I missed so much mm -hmm. from being in the military that you don't know you're going to miss at the time. But then when you, you taste it again, you're like, fuck this, this is great. This is awesome. Well, it was like it, the first day we jumped, Cole came up to me. He was like, you hate this. I was like, yeah, I don't like this. He goes, are you going to jump? I'm like, yes. <laughs> he was like, well, I'll jump with you every time. He goes, just look at me. <laughs> and he did. Like, like every time he was yes. just like, All right, so I'm going jealous with you. of you right now. Yeah, I know. Because he's, so, he's so sweet. He's, he's dreaming. So yeah, I know. He's dreaming. <laughs> yeah. He's so tough on you, though. I remember him coming up to you and he was like, So, Jared, are we going to jump out of oh, plane today? I need, but that's what I need. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, I need a little ruffle, ruffling. I'll, I'll, I'll tell like a, a, a couple stories which I thought were like my, some of my highlights. So, Balloon jumps are fun. So oh. I'll preface this with like, it's amazing. 
Riding in a balloon <laughs> is dumb as fuck. It's like the worst fucking experience. No way. It's the worst fucking experience. So let me explain if you haven't been in a balloon, and this was my first time in a balloon. <laughs> let me explain what it is. You have a giant tarp that they're blowing fire into. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It is counter logic, by the way. You're like, you're fucking blowing fire into something that's flammable. Very flammable. And then you're riding in a fruit basket full, <laughs> full of fuel. So you have fire blasting into a tarp as you're riding in a creaky old fruit basket. It's full of loaded gasoline. up with gas. <laughs> it's a fucking bomb. It's a balloon bomb. I don't bomb. like it. I, I don't like it. I'm here to tell you guys. I was fucking more scared. Wait, wait, of that wait, wait, wait. We have to make an ECS about a balloon bomb. Yeah, like, yeah, we yeah. have to know. Yeah, it's gonna be inspired bomb. by fucking skydiving. I, I wanted out of that fucking balloon so goddamn bad. But like, the, that was another one where we got the worst story. Before we immediately before we went and did the activity, because oh, yeah. do you remember what Steve said? Yeah. Oh, everyone Curtis dies in balloons. He's like, <laughs> he's like, oh, this is the sister balloon to the. Do you guys remember the balloon that ran into the telephone yeah, wires a, and, and killed everybody? And, and like, he's like, oh, the sister balloon, like. Yeah. 16 people died. It's, it's not, not a, big a big deal. deal. They, they, were, they were just all set on fire, and then I guess a semi ran over the rain of many survivors. I don't know. It was just kind of weird. You know? <laughs> no, were they parachutists? This, were they parachutists? Yeah, yeah. Going no, up, they, they were no, just like... No. They were just having wine. It was just random people. It was just a wine tasting. Again, I will never... I mark my fucking words. If I have a say about it, will never be in a balloon unless there's a parachute on my back. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've had people like, oh my God, you see on what's the like little like app that gives you discounted travel shit or whatever? Oh, we could go on a balloon ride. Oh, we Discounted balloon bro. rides. You bro, need that, cheese and wine and a fucking flammable fucking floating balloon bomb. No, that thank ain't you. romantic. No, just that ain't so romantic. You know, like it's not romantic. Unless you like kiss your wife and jump out with a parachute. I, I was just like watching my altimeter the entire time. <laughs> How slow Once does it we go got up? up to a certain point, I'm like, oh, okay. Once you're like at three three thousand feet, you're like, okay, <laughs> like, I can pull okay, a parachute. Good, I can relax. How fast does it go up? Slow. It's surprisingly fast. Really, it, it mean, is surprisingly fast. Meanwhile, me and Matt are in a Suburban and we were tracking the wrong balloon for the first fucking 20 minutes. <laughs> oh, that ain't the balloon. Oh, hang on. Oh, that's the right balloon over there. <laughs> but it's a surreal experience. Everybody jumps out and, they, and like we were dumping people off at different altitudes because we wanted to, to lighten up the balloon and it, it was super fun. So I'm the last guy off and Logan and I are supposed to be doing this countdown. It's super funny because we're like, like we're the last it. two off. You count us down. You count us down. You count us down. It's like, Ready, set. Well, I had my visor open and it was like ready, set with a delay so I could shut my visor because as soon as I shut my visor, it's fucking fogging up. And I was like, you know, I got to be able to see because there's so much to go on, you know? Like, oh my God, what if I fall out of this balloon? And, um, and so I'm like, ready, set. And I shut my visor. Well, he just fucking rolled. He's like, I'm out, bitch. And, uh, and then the, the basket wobbled. <laughs> but... <laughs> Once again, I held on because I'm like, oh my God, am I fucked? Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's so instinctual, I bet, right? It's like, oh, no, no, no. Oh, oh, oh. oh, oh wait, I'm supposed oh, yeah, to do that. Okay. But watching Logan, like, because you're pitching out, and I was, I was actually really glad that I got to do this because I went out right above him. So I'm watching him in free fall right below me, and I saw everything play out. Like, the camera guy was upside down. You know, Logan's right below me, and then I'm the last person in the in the stack. And it was fucking rad. It was just a fucking awesome experience. And the videos that are going to come out of that, because we shot that off red. Oh, nice. It is going to be exceptional. That You can see the dust. When he hits terminal velocity, his pants disperse dust out of him. That's how... <laughs> Incredibly oh, HD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, was, was, was that was the P. There was the P. That, that was the P. So that was Joe. And Joe is like, Joe's old school. Like he's got, I think he's close. I think he said he's at 14,000 jumps, but he is like one of the guys in uh, the movie industry that films a majority of the skydiving content that you see. Yeah, yeah. And he like his rig was so cool because he had a he had a red camera on and then he had a Sony A6300 upside down for stills. That camera had a trigger that went down to his mouth. 
And so if he wanted to do rapid fire photos, he would use his mouth to take stills. And then he had a GoPro on it too. And then there's this little monocle that comes down that gives him this centric rings, concentric rings. So he knows what's in focus for his red camera. Like, it is so technical and so impressive. And I'm like, how the fuck did we get this like guy jumping? And it looked like he had like a small block engine on the top yeah. of his yeah. yeah. It was like, I was like, how does your neck not break when you jump with that? Yeah, and if you want to see his work, he filmed in the new Point Break movie when they do the the money pallet uh, stunt out of the plane. He filmed all that. Which is also, Steve Curtis did that too, the money pallet. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Watch that well, Steve helped the money pallet on the original point. Break. Oh, oh, I, yeah. I thought it was the, this last one. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes more sense. Well, he did both. Steve yeah. Curtis Oh, he did so both? Cool. Yeah. Talking about the, the like stupid fear things, do you remember the first jump when we got out of our the, the nerd suits? Yes. Yeah. The like AFS suits and we were both like, Dude, do you think it's going to be way different? Yeah, I'm kind of nervous because I'm changing my clothing. Yeah, is there less air? Is it going to fall the same pace? I don't know. Yeah, I was genuinely concerned about that. I was like, is it going to be a whole new world and I'm not going to know what I'm doing? It's like starting over. Well, I like how which with Jericho, it's like you find different things about him where it's fucking hilarious because I didn't realize that you were. um, Superstitious to a certain degree. <laughs> and we had to do the same thing every time. Because I started this thing where it was like, I'd do this. And every time he'd be like, looking for me, like, okay, <laughs> where are you at? And you tried to fist bump me. He was like, no, like, no, 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 do no, this no, thing. No, do this thing. Do the thing. I'm not very <laughs> superstitious, but I didn't tell anybody this. The fucking, the day before we jumped, we were driving back from the DZ and I looked over and a black cat ran right across the road. And I was like, good thing I'm not superstitious. <laughs> you <laughs> fuck. <laughs> yeah. fuck. Oh, yeah, that was funny no. because I think, I think it was you that asked me. You were like, are you superstitious? And I was like, no. No. And then it was like, yeah, I guess I, I actually yeah, really am. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, a, yeah. you know, odd numbers on the radio. Yeah. And, you know, depending on, the, you know, I mean, yeah, yeah, I got to comb my hair like, the same amount of times every morning. <laughs> yeah. Of course. 20 I brushes to the left, one in the back. I'm superstitious. Oh, not three that. times. Turn. Yeah. It's not a big deal. Yeah. And then, like, the other, like, awesome professional, uh, Jim Woods from the Navy parachute team who runs the Leapfrogs is, like, 31,000 jumps or something like that. Jesus. He came out and did a few jumps with us and him and Trevor did the whole flag yeah. on field. Like those guys, and this may be just me wanting to hear what I wanted to hear then, but like they developed the doctrine for like how to fly with giant American flags yeah. and do this in the stadium stuff. So it was like super cool to see Trevor in his own profession, like doing that stuff with Jim. And Jim's just like a fucking awesome dude. He's Yeah, he was insane with how he talked about his experience like the most humble guy on earth yeah like how many jumps he has he's like ah 30 something i i just add like a thousand every couple of years or yeah. every year or whatever i don't know i don't really even count like, anymore how many cutaways have you had he's like 58 <laughs> oh my god he's cut away 58 times yeah. <laughs> that's, that's 30,000 that's a good yeah that's, that's ratio. a good ratio, ratio. Yeah, yeah. yeah well he's cuz he's a demo guy so he oh. he's had all kinds of weird shit happen because you know, things getting entangled and yeah. he's, he's, that, it, it, he's most... had three tandem cutaways. Yeah. Tandem cutaways. Who? Jim. Oh, shit. So he's cut, had three just tandem cutaways. He had one of the instructors, it was Matt. He was like, yeah, I cut away 11, a tandem. 11 last tandem week. cutaways Matt had. And I jumped tandem with him. Me too. Yeah. Well, a tandem cutaway is, is when you ditch your passenger. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Sorry, we had 11 tandem cutaways. Don't worry about it. That's the, the coolest part about talking with those iconic guys is to your point, Logan, the amount of shit they've done over the years because no one ever yeah. did it before. No one's ever been like, let's jump this giant flag and hook it up to two people under under canopy. And you just, they just figured it out. And then if they fucked up, they cut away and pulled their reserve. And even what was it, Curtis, I think, was saying that, like, oh, I've jumped bad shoots before just to show and then just. Hold my reserve. I'm like, you're a fucking crazy person. Steve yeah. Curtis Come shot on. his own parachute with, with a flare, flare gun. gun. Yeah. Yeah. That soaked was it, soaked in fuel. Soaked <laughs> it in gasoline and then <laughs> yeah. shot it with a flare gun. Yeah. Like, just a quick, a quick aside on Steve Curtis. Like, he's like the Tony Hawk of the sky, but he has no online presence. Like, Zero. he he's has like, no media out there. No, he's nothing. the raddest like, skydiver on this fucking planet, but you yeah. can't really find him anywhere. It's that butthole factor. You're like, oh, I'm just kind of like, I hope I can land this parachute. And he's like, oh, I set my parachute on fire, the fucking flare gun. You're like, oh, okay. 
Okay. Okay, wow. I'll jump out of the plane. Yeah, that wow. seems yeah. okay. Can I not do that though? I hey. still, like the most terrifying thing is the the OG guys that figured out how to jump out of an airplane. Yeah, yeah. Like figure out how to stabilize yeah. in air. Yeah. yeah. Like, that was they didn't have a fucking shoot. Like you're like, will this work? I yeah. don't know. Let's try it. Dude, I I asked Travis this weekend about you went out without a shoot. Like I'm going out and I'm thinking of all the possible malfunctions that I could have with two parachutes. You jumped out without a shoot. What were you thinking about? I was like, were, were you playing this out at all? He goes, no, that's when I realized that I'm super fucked up is I wasn't scared of that at all. <laughs> dude, so I asked, oh, dude, I asked, oh, I asked Dove about that shoot. Trav jumped at 10,000 feet instead of 12,000 feet because he was cold. He didn't want to go any higher. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, could, we got enough time here. I got, an, I'll, I'll knock out three backflips. He could have had an extra 20 seconds to make sure he didn't die, but he didn't want to because it was too cold. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> no one outranks comfort sometimes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> safety, comfort. No one and yeah, safety. When it's, you it's watch thing. this video too, it is not like, okay, I'm going out. All right, let's do this. No, he jumps out. He does some backflips, yeah. sips a Red Bull. He's like yeah. fucking around until the guy's like, come on, we have to actually, we go. have to do this. Come and then on. when he told me what it was, he was wearing a fucking climbing rig. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Like there were no shoulder straps. He was just wearing the climbing harness. And he comes, the, the, the Scotty comes in and just clips to his climbing harness. Like, What? Yeah, like, it's insane. Like, this wasn't even built for this. Like you didn't That's even know. Saying, those, 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 all those like circumstances become way more intense once you've like done it. You know, because you're like you're fucking crazy. Because there's there's no room for error. There's like the margins are so low. We should ask him to do that with like a rope harness. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. and he has to link up with me. Yeah. Jerry's trying to stable. Come here, Travis. Legs forward. No, it's going the wrong way. Figuring out. Right, can you help me steer this thing in, man? I kind of forgot what I was doing. It's the dude that free fall into a net also with no parachute. Oh, yeah. yeah that was that's fucking. Too. That's dude, funny. Travis free would falls. Like, Travis would be like, how many jumps you got? You're like, 31. Damn, 31,000. No, 31. Just 31. Just the 31. Yeah. I have tandem, though. Oh, you have tandem? No, 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 no. I, I, I had the guy with me. The, the guy. <laughs> we'll be good. Don't worry about it. Good. I mean, I think the capstone of that, it's like for people, it's just, it's like getting out of that comfort zone. And that was the fun part because I was looking forward to it, but there was always that thing in the back of my head was like, why the fuck am I jumping out of planes again? Like, I don't need to prove this to anybody, you know? And, um, but man, it was worth it. Yeah. My e- dad even with the injury, out. it was worth it. Your dad jumped. Yeah. My dad yeah, came out. did a jumped. tandem. My wife did a tandem. And she didn't want it. Uh, she didn't want how, to. How did your wife take the tandem? She enjoyed oh, she it. Loved it. Yeah. She was like, that was fucking incredible. And I want to do I it again. I hated tandeming. Like, I never want to do that ever again. Solo all day. I don't know why I didn't like it. I, I It didn't bother me at all. I was just like, whatever, I'm along for a ride. I don't care. Yeah, like, it's, like, it's like riding a fucking airplane or something. I'm like, okay, I got to do this to do this other thing. I didn't understand it because all of us were like, very committed to doing it. So I didn't quite understand why we had to do the tandem because it just I think didn't make it's just sense rules, to me. right? Where they're like, just to make sure you're not yeah. going to freaking pass out. Flip out. Or do yeah. something crazy. So, uh, yeah. So thank you guys. Thank you, uh, GBRS yes. and uh, yes. uh, Arizona. What is it? Arizona, Arizona Arsenal. Arsenal. Uh, Sarah and Steve, they were freaking All awesome. The Packers. Yeah, the Packers. Involved, Friday, Everybody's rad. The Packers. Yeah. 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 Super rad. The vent propeller. Yeah, the bent yeah, propeller. Bent prop. We that was my spot. We fucking crushed wings. chicken wings in that oh, in that God, hood, God. man. Yeah, we, we 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 burnt that place down on chicken wings. Several several. Uh, shout out to Phoenix. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> real good booze there. Big shout out yeah. Phoenix. Uh, yeah. uh, Scott Snow and uh, and the pilots that got us there. Fuck yeah! I limp, yeah. I just bent down, picked up my bag, mild tear on my quad. That's that night. That's you were it. like, why are you limping? Yeah. I was like, I don't know. Woke up the next day. I was like. Oh, my, my leg is like actual. Fuck, it's, fuck. it's actually not hurt. I was going to Phoenix and I wanted to drink, buddy. I'm like, fake a <laughs> that, fucking injury said, so like, oh, I can go, no. yeah. you know. And meanwhile, I sat on a DZ for 29 times by myself waiting for them to get down. Hey, I hung out for like three or four days. I had the worst FOMO of all time seeing you guys come back. Like, Bro, such a cool job, dude. Oh, look we at the camo pants. Check out how cool like, I'm leaving because yeah. Matt's rear D. He's like, yeah. I will preface this as well with, 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 as we start to extend this even further, which is we, I, I designed these AFF 
shirts around <laughs> like like making it feel a little bit more military. It was like with the Halo wings and BRCC and the whole fucking thing because I thought it would be hilarious as like we're going back to, you know, AFF but I was trying to I was trying to make it feel like it was like a pseudo military course, right? Yeah. Where it's like we get our shirts, it's like our team shirts. You got to wear like kind of the same pants, but Logan's boy Miguel fucked up the pants order, so <laughs> like now he, he, he like bought me like thirty eight longs. I was like swimming and in. So those now we just look like fucking dorks with like multi cam. <laughs> like, bro, I wanted woodland. Yeah, it was very specific. I wanted woodland, like. It would have looked real cool. We, it would have looked so. It would have cool. looked way better. I would have kept jumping if we had those. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't hurt myself. I would have yeah. like, yeah. like if I knew that I could get out of the suit in Eli, the woodland. Yeah, Eli would have been fine. Matt would have been fine. Jared would have had more confidence. Yeah, you know, I had none. Yeah, <laughs> that's the only reason why I did so well. It was just because I had the woodland camo. You were the only ones with woodlands. Yeah, yeah. And, and I would have brought woodlands if I would have known that dumb fuck was gonna <laughs> screw it up. So, so to be honest with you, I'm, I'm, I didn't want to say this, but I'll say it anyway. So when I, when I was coming in on my first approach, I looked at my legs and got distracted yeah. by the colors. Yep. And that's why I that's, hit the ground. Yeah. And if I had fucking woodlands on, I would have been like, mm. oh, I'm not worried about my legs. Okay, you know. Half stage full. Okay, we got it. So, Miguel, you're paying my fucking surgery bill. Miguel is my new Dave. We never won. We, I mean, <laughs> we never lost a war wearing woodland camo. That's how just you, right? No, just throwing that out hey, there. That, wow. I didn't think about that. That's yeah. a good point. Yeah. He's right. Yeah. Panama, yeah, we took right. it down, what, 72 hours? Yeah, fucking easy day. Yeah. Yeah. Like well, that's what happened. Like, we used to have Woodland and, and DCU in, in Iraq early on, and they're like, Ooh, this war's not going too well. Let's switch mm -hmm. over to ACU. Yeah. So I like to do a, a combo. My favorite was oh. like Tiger Stripe, Woodland. That was like oh. my thing. Yeah. I was like, I like to combo it up. I don't know. That sounds like you a You know, I, I do have to say, though, I'm getting burned the fuck down for that, for that sweatshirt. Every, the, the, the fucking Halo Wings. No. I put that Those on. Those aren't for sale. I put it online and, and like. Yeah, go to mattbest.com. Uh, they're for sale. Every, every Halo person I know is like, I need that shirt. When I went I need back that to, to grab it and I went through the Fayetteville airport. Yeah. I was waiting for somebody to be like, hey man, like, are you on a. You on a uh, Halo team or something? Yeah. You were so standing there like, with it? You're, you're goddamn like, right I am. I'm a fucking Sky God, bitch. Yeah. 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 I'm a you had your helmet diver. out, you're just leaning yeah. on yeah, it. Yeah, you're, you're carrying your helmet through Bravo the Bravo company. Yeah. Black, Black Rifle company, actually. Black, Black Rifle, Bravo company. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm an ODA 726942, I think. <laughs> Sweet. Cool. Thanks, awesome. man. See you guys. Thanks. That concludes today's training. Any questions? Woo! Drum titties, boy!